All right, we're back with uh, in our Atlanta studio on the Pro Business Channel. This is Rich Casanova. We got another exciting episode here for you. Uh, before we get things started, uh, we have the man of the hour actually flew up from uh, Florida to join us for our live event, live podcast here in Atlanta, and um, that's none other than the author of Start Ugly, uh, Chris Kermitzo. Welcome to the podcast studio. Thanks, Rich. Uh, thanks for having me. Yeah. So uh, give us a teaser before we uh, roll into the show. What's um, uh, the best 17 seconds or less about this new book that you just launched? Yeah. Start Ugly is a fictional story that has been created to make sure people do not have regrets uh, in their life and they have a process to start things and get them done before their time is up. So similar, but maybe different. I subscribe to, uh, before I read your book, I was, uh, I, I've always subscribed to that business philosophy of ready, aim, fire, right? You got that. And you got a lot of military guys and gals will say, embrace the suck. Yeah. There's all kinds of stuff. Start ugly kind of puts a ribbon around it and a philosophy behind it. So we're going to get started in just a second. So how would people find you online and find out about the book? I just go to amazon.com and look up start ugly. Okay. So, uh, we got all that and I don't know about more. That's a lot to cover. So we'll do that all coming up in this episode. Imagine having conversations with some of the most influential people of our time. You and I will be doing exactly that on this episode of Visionaries and Influencers Podcast. Today's conversation made possible in part by Rockstars Podcast Studios, creators of podcasting as a service, offering rentals, production, and distribution. Visit rockstarspodcaststudios.com. And also by Podcasters Directory, the world's largest directory for and about podcasters. Register now at podcastersdirectory.com. Now, let's join Rich Casanova, broadcasting live from the Pro Business Channel Studios in Atlanta and worldwide across the PBC syndicated networks for a conversation with today's visionary and influencer. All right, welcome back. Uh, we're Rich Casanova here with Pro Business Channel Studios. We have uh, Chris Kermitzos in the studio. With uh, We're talking about his newest book. So you, uh, people that know you or know about you have known you for years, uh, whether they've met you or been to events, but they probably, if they're in the podcasting community, obviously they've heard about PodFest. They've known about what you've done in South Florida with business organizations and all your event, what, 2,000 events you've uh, orchestrated in some yeah, shape or I, I actually stopped saying 2,000 because it sounds yeah. unbelievable, but it's right. like 24, it's 30 something. Yeah. yeah, at this point. Okay. Yeah. So, um, so let's, uh, you know, people know that about you, but now you're an author, right? So let's talk about that. We actually have uh, hosted a, uh, a pilot series called author talk show. So we're going to pull some of those questions to talk about you, right? So, um, right out of the gate. So give us your best pitch. Why would people read this book? Well, it's a short story and it's a fictional, uh, parable okay. about someone that lost their way and forgot that in order to be successful, you have to start ugly. And it's actually, the interesting thing is I get a lot of uh, successful business people saying, oh, yeah, yeah, I already started. I don't need this. Right. And I tell them, actually, the fictional character that the book is based on is a very successful business owner that forgot what made him successful. And hence, they had to start ugly again to figure it out. I, I had that exact same impression. I mean, uh, I, I, I called you or texted you um, after I finished the book. I like to read about half of the book, uh, of any book, and then kind of sit back and take a break, take a breather, and revisit it. Because if I read it all at once, I feel like I skimmed over and I didn't really absorb it. I don't know if that makes sense or not, but it works for me. But the point is, when I was reading, I thought, well, this is good for a startup or somebody just starting a business, you know, this start ugly, right? And so, um, but I'm like past that. But as I got into the second uh, chapter or the second uh, half of the book, 
I'm like, we're doing some new initiatives here with our podcast world tour with the global podcast studios we haven't done before. Right. And so, uh, you're not just reinventing yourself, but you have to, whatever that new enterprise or venture is, I mean, with a podcast world tour, there's no blueprint to follow that way. We haven't been doing it. Yeah. And the book basically is about innovation and change. And the odd thing about the book is we use a case study that's over 120 years old. So we use the ax, we use a lumber mill as the fictional place to teach you about technology, innovation and change, which is unique in its own way. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because um, they didn't stay ahead of the time, whatever, right? And they got they got passed over, and you know, lesson learned. But it's not um, uh, not everybody gets that lesson, right? Or misses the opportunity, misses the, uh, the timing. Most people have the most people have the warning signs right under their yeah. nose. They're just too lazy to pay attention or complacent. Especially if that you're a too, successful compla- business person. Honestly, it's it's laziness. Okay, yeah, let's complacency get right down to is just a nice is. way of saying yeah. laziness. Yeah. But um, that's what happens. And I'm including myself in the equation. We get fat and lazy in that we're, our table is already set. Money's coming in. Why do we need to revolutionize anything or change? Yeah. But the signs as far as the change are there. And we're, we're living in a culture right now where change is happening extremely quickly. Yeah. I have a friend that just developed an Alexa skill that can act as a sales manager, manage an entire sales team. Oh, dude. Sign me up for that one. (laughs) Well, think about it. If you have a manager that's an Alexa, people can't lie to it. Therefore, it makes them more accountable and actually improves the numbers because you can't BS a machine. That's both scary and genius at the same time, right? Yeah. Correct. (laughs) The the productivity of this one company that he designed this for went through the roof. Okay. We're going to pivot in the second half of this, talk about your experience as an author, right? Uh, Is this a new venture for you? Is this your first book? or um... It's my first official book. I've written other things, but uh, for something that I want... My goal is to sell over a million copies to help change people's lives. So I put... uh, We did at least... 10 to 15 revisions and drafts of this. Well, that's going to get into that in a second as well. So before we do that one more time, how would they get a hold of the book? Yeah, just go to amazon.com, start ugly. It's already have, it has over 51 five-star reviews. So you can read the reviews. Yeah. It's been very well reviewed, um, but it's a very simple book. Uh, I've yes. had 10, 12 year olds, uh, eight year olds read it. I don't put any complicated words. It's really a, a story with a lesson, but then there's really, and I know you like this. There's some really good case studies on the back end of the book Yeah, that I think um, exemplify the story. Yeah, for you, that's your favorite <laughs> page. Yeah. That exemplify the story. In case you didn't get the story, I even broke it down to real case studies. Well, and there's um, millions of Seinfeld fans. And if you've obsessed or just watched or enjoyed a Seinfeld, there's a, you tell an amazing story of how um, you know everybody, most people know of Seinfeld or are very, uh, fam- you know, very familiar with him. And as successful as he was, he started ugly with his web series. And people said, why did you leave network TV and do a a show on the internet, you know, uh, comedians and callers getting coffee, right? And his, what was, I mean, I... Well, I went to go see him at stand-up and at the end of his stand-up, he's like, hey, I'll take any questions. And, you know, Seinfeld questions come up and someone's like, what are you doing now, Jerry? Yeah. And exactly what you said is he said, I do this show you might not know on the internet. Someone said, when are you going to get it on network TV was the next question. (laughs) Right. He picked up his phone and he looked at his phone. He goes, I'm in everybody's pocket right now. Why would I go? He goes, it feels like going backwards, going to network TV. And that's a man that's really thinking about the times and understands the place he's in. Well, I mean, I, what I, that just jumped off the page. I mean, it was just like, uh, I circle highlighted it to me that just really, and it resonated podcasting, right? Because, um, as a podcaster, you're in everybody's pocket. 
right? And you, yeah, you're ubiquitous. Why would yeah. you want to? I don't know. Go to radio. Right, yeah. Now, don't get me wrong. There's still some traffic on radio if you could get the right rates. But let's be honest. We all know the writing's on the wall. On demand <laughs> no, audio no is where intended, it's at. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So let's talk about writing. So, as a new author, uh, what, 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 uh, either the why or what motivated you to to uh, to to write this book? Well, I speak a lot, right. so uh, having a book actually helps carry my message yeah. past the presentation. Right. Also, it helps me in a very basic level. People want to buy something from me, and I don't have a low ticket item. Right. Usually, it's an event that you have to wait a year, depending on when I'm speaking. This is a great way of me having a book, and then if you like the book, you pay it forward, and it also puts me up on the thought leader Absolutely. positioning. So I told you earlier, I had a really nice paid gig out of the book. Yeah. Uh, it can be CEO a sales of funnel. a European division read my book on a plane, and then wow. they booked me, and budget wasn't an option. Well, I heard how how I mean well compared that, to what my budget was. Right, you know? Yeah, no, I, w- I heard earlier when you were here, uh, we were uh, talking about how well that speaking gig went. I didn't know the backstory that they they read it on a plane. I didn't know it either. But yeah. later on, I found out that the gentleman read the book, and then he basically offered me. I asked him the budget. He told me, and the budget was very high. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I said, I'll take it. You know, <laughs> yeah. here's what I can do. And I said, but I got to fly up to see my buddy Rich yeah, yeah. in Atlanta. So we got to do it in the morning. Wow. So we're able to work it out. And uh, what a what a great thing to wow. have a paid gig in the morning. Now I get to hang out with my friends in Atlanta. Yeah. We get to have a really good time with podcasters. It's a, it's a beautiful Man, day. We're going to have a blast. You're a rock star. Okay, a couple last questions here. So we're talking about um, uh, what was the easiest part of writing the book? Uh, visualizing the story. So okay. I, I leaned into my strongest suit, which is visualizing right. and I visualized the story and then I wrote it writing. It took me a couple hours. Now the revision of the story and the draft process yeah. took me uh, days and weeks. Right, but yeah. it, almost if you ever heard Sylvester Stallone talk about writing Rocky, yeah. he wrote it one stream of consciousness and that's how this was written. Yeah. I mean, uh, on a similar, I saw an interview with Dolly Parton and her biggest songs just came to her in one day, two of her biggest yeah, songs. Your favorite day. page in those case studies took yeah. longer than the main story in wow. the book to write. Wow. Um, okay. And then finally, uh, so what's, you have a style or, uh, most people are intrigued by an author, you know, what you have a space that you go to? Is there a favorite, like, uh, you know, you corner yourself up or you in an environment and what about, was there any beverages involved in this or, uh, yeah, for me, honestly, uh, the style is I, I paced at night when everybody was asleep. Okay. I visualized what the character, anytime I got stuck, I said, what would this character say to this other character? And I'd visualize their personalities. And then I would write it down on my phone on notes or wherever I could. Um, so that's more of my style is visualizing it. Once it's in my head, visual, it's locked in. I could write it down just like some comedians. They could visualize bullet points, what they're about to say. And it's already locked into loaded in their, in their mind. You answered my next question about writer's block. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, before we wrap up, um, we have a question, one of our go-to questions you like to ask. So as an author, tell me an example of, um, your 15 minutes of fame, shame, or pain. Um, 15 minutes of fame, <laughs> shame, or pain. I'll, I'll tell Once you. Once you sell you a million copies, yeah, then you'll be. Well, no, the, my, the 15 minutes of fame is just when we pre-launched this book, I launched, pre-launched it on my birthday. So I had a uh-huh. lot of great friends buying it, yeah. but I launched it a month later. Uh, the 15 minutes of fame was, I didn't realize we would outpace our on-demand printer and we wound up going into the top hundred of all entrepreneur books. We wow. hit fifty-five, and we literally sold, um, I think, close to four or five hundred copies within three days or so. Jeez. So that for me was really rewarding. Yeah, and, and, and it meant a lot to me. Now I'm in the ground and pound where I sell. Yeah, if I yeah. sell one a day, two a day, I'm right, good. Yeah, yeah. 
We'll be selling some tonight for you, hopefully. Yeah, yeah. Well, I not hopefully, we'll, I guarantee we'll this. We'll do fine, That's, yeah. yeah. We'll do fine. Okay, so finally, um, uh, what's next for you? I, I hate to ask a new author, you know, what's their next book. It's no, like no, Bill, d- Bill Walsh, the coach of the San Francisco 49ers, he won the, a famous game. And he tells a story. He was going back to, uh, on the way home to get gas, and he had just left the field. And the gas station guy's like, uh, so what are you going to do next year? He's like, can I just enjoy this right now, right? But uh, what's next? So I made a movie a long time ago and make it, I learned one thing. So what's next is two to three years of promoting this book. Okay. So literally this will be what I'll be promoting because my goal is to get it to a million right. uh, sales. So yeah. in order to do that, I have to, I've already, I have a goal to sell 10,000 copies this year. Okay. And then I'm hoping that that will allow it to uh, reach some virality. Yeah. And then next year we'll sell 100,000. Then third year, I'm hoping to get to a million. Well, we'll sell a thousand for you tonight. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so nine thousand left. It, Rich. <laughs> All right, uh, Chris. Uh, again, thanks for being here. Uh, look forward to the, tonight's event as well as uh, Podfest in Orlando, and as well as your uh, your journey as a new author. Thank you, Rich. Absolutely. On behalf of the Pro Business Channel Networks, we want to thank you for listening and today's influencer for sharing their vision, and to Rockstars Podcast Studios, creators of podcasting as a service offering rentals, production, and distribution. Visit rockstarspodcaststudios.com. Also, to Podcasters Directory, the world's largest directory for and about podcasters. Register now at podcastersdirectory.com. Don't miss an episode. Subscribe now across the PBC syndicated networks, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and more. Share this episode using the Easy Share social media links and join Rich Casanova next time for more conversations with visionaries and influencers.